Welcome to your new favorite band, the podcast brought to you by the LA Navy. And now, your hosts, Dallas Dwight and Drizzle Silvera. And we're back from the Kiss Cruise. Kiss Cruise alive and good to be back. See all you lovely people. I'm Driz, your host of your new favorite band. Uh, and co-hosting with me across the table, Dallas Dwight. Not only are we back from Kiss Cruise, pretty sure it's pronounced she, X-I, she. Oh, she. Kiss yeah. Cruise, she. Yeah, China loves that uh, one. Yeah, no, it's uh, Kiss Cruise 11 for sure, not she. And uh, not only are we back from it, we are back from the dead, as we've both been. <laughs> Extreme death, death story. You're wondering, you're wondering why you haven't had an episode in a few weeks. It's because... Try as we might, we couldn't roll out of bed to make it happen. And I, uh, so you don't want to podcast an hour from of that. strep to flu yep. in we, three what's, weeks. What's amazing though is the kiss cruise was perfectly in between. So we had there were three weeks: strep throat, kiss cruise, flu. So it was like that worked out. <laughs> yeah, right. Kiss cruise is yeah, perfectly exactly. in the middle with no sickness. As soon as we got home, we were all sick. Well, Tracy, we say Tracy kiss Guns, cruise, we were texting, kiss sick, cruise, too. and the whiskey. Kiss the kiss the crisky. Yeah, yeah. The cri- the crispy when the fuck it that's yeah, not fuck working. It, yeah, it's not it's working. Not working. Uh-huh. Uh, we can't we force gotta, it. We gotta we gotta <coughs> move on. Regroup. Regroup. Um yeah. So we're here. Uh we're back at home. And we're here to recap the Kiss Cruise. So I know I know you and I it probably feels like we've told the same stories and when we lived them. So we've told the same stories a hundred times at this point, but we gotta tell it to all of our fans. So oh, we're gonna 100%. we're gonna give you our uh experiences on the Kiss Cruise as, as much as we can remember and we'll just kind of recap and, and Talk to each other, and you guys will be along for the ride, I guess. A little fly on the wall. Yeah, tiny little fly on the we wall. We had a, you know? a super fun time. I listened to uh, our friends on the Shout It Out Loud cast, which is a KISS podcast, and they were on the uh, KISS cruise. I didn't know them at the time. I have since talked to them, and I'll actually be going on their show to, to tell some stories about the KISS cruise as well. But it was really fun to hear the perspective of two just fans that went, because our perspective is obviously much different. Yeah, yeah. So it was really cool. Uh, it was it was just cool. They did a full two part, probably three four hours worth of content of them recapping the Kiss Cruise, and it was it was fun to listen to them talk about it, and and so much I didn't know about Kiss and the Kiss Cruise because I didn't go on it as a Kiss fan. I went on it as an artist to work. Yeah. yeah. So it was a very different experience. Thankful but. to Kiss, you know, <laughs> obviously. But of course, yeah. yeah. And I'm more I'm much more of a Kiss fan now than I was before. Same. Not that I uh didn't like Kiss. I just wasn't so much in that world. And as a kid I did like them a lot. I had you know, five or six songs on my, you know, iPod generation one when when everyone's like, you know, when you're first getting into guitar, you you know, everybody's like, You gotta listen to Def Leppard and then your dad's friend comes over, You gotta listen to Kiss and your dad's friends comes over, you gotta listen to Journey, and they're just throwing every band that they know at you, and you're just like, uh, three songs from each, you know? Yeah, and it's like spanning three or four <laughs> decades, you know? Yeah. It's yeah, like, so the ones shit. I had were uh, Lick It Up, God of Thunder, Hotter Than Hell. Um, I remember playing God of Thunder while playing one of the Tony Hawk games, Underground 2, or Underground, no, that was Need for Speed. What was the one... Might have been Pro Tony Skater Hawk. Four. No, it wasn't one of those. It was one of the ones after it, and you got to like create your character and like you played through a story. I think it was called Tony That's, Hawk Underground. That, w- that would have been after I stopped playing yeah. Tony Hawk. It yeah. was like Underground or something like that. But I remember there was a 
funny clip in that where Bam Margera rolls up in an escalator or something and he gets out and the car's playing music real loud. He's like, it's louder than a Metallica concert in there. <laughs> I'll never forget that one line. And it's from that video game. I think it's Tony Hawk. I think it's called Underground or something like that. And uh, the Kiss music wasn't in that to my knowledge, but I was listening to the Kiss music at the same time I'd be playing it, right? So I have weird associations with music because I'd load it up onto my Xbox 360 and you could go into the music menu and hit play and then go back to the game and play. And you Yeah, I remember certain music. games you could do that because yeah. I used to do that with my PS4 mm -hmm. and I'd play like Grand Theft Auto or some shit, you know. Yeah. Grand Theft Auto always has good music, though. But there was, uh, I would play uh, Oblivion, The Elder Scrolls Oblivion, and listen to a combination of Use Your Illusion 1 and 2 and then the Black Album. So all those songs remind me of playing Oblivion. <laughs> That's so awesome. Funny. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, we're here to talk about the Kiss Cruise. So let's let's well, we should start with the lead up to the Kiss Cruise. Right. Uh, Charlotte Douglas International Airport heading out to right. L.A. Let's start. Let's start with leading up to the to the vacation. So I was born in 1992. <laughs> I was born in 91. <coughs> A few years you're later, so, Drew was born in 91. <laughs> and <laughs> he's much younger and dumber than me. Hey, I'll take <laughs> dumber part. But younger, you don't insult me like that. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. Yeah, Charlotte Douglas, go ahead. Yeah, man, we uh, we roll up <laughs> yeah, to the airport. Cough. By the way, shout out to Chris Apex Entertainment uh, for dropping us off. Uh, <laughs> yeah, for sure. In our van. In our van, yeah. <laughs> I, I our, with our gas. <laughs> Thanks, kind so, of. I, well, I wanted to say the name of the van, and I was like, no, that's you. That's reprehensible. We can't so, say the name of our man. Okay, that's probably right. definitely can't say it on YouTube, man. <laughs> we have to change it. Goliath changed it uh, to the fucking van in the menu. So on Bluetooth on your phone, when you go in, it's like Dallas's AirPods XXYX1923, the fucking van. <laughs> <laughs> we got to change it to its true name, which is Big Cunt. <laughs> so. That's the official name of our van, so we need What's to... What's funny is you say that, people probably immediately think, oh, man, you must have a lot of issues on the road with it. You must break down all the time or some shit. Not no. yet. Nope. Knock. No, it's been great. Knock on wood. This is some cheap imitation of wood at best. You know what? That's real wood. <laughs> You're going to have me go over and actually <laughs> knock on the accent wall? No, it's all bullshit. None of that means anything. No, it, mean, it definitely means something. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's real, dude. It's in your brain. It's real. It's real like Sasquatch. It's real like the Yeti. It's real like well, here's, How about this? How about this? I've never knocked on wood once, and I'm sitting right here across from you just fine. So. Dude, and I'm not about to the, do it right now. What if there was some preventable stuff? <laughs> like that flu? I would have knocked on wood for that flu. I would have knocked on wood for that flu, too, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I would have knocked wood for that flu. I would have knocked multiple wood <laughs> not have that flu. All right, Charlotte Douglas, with two S's. <laughs> you can hear us laughing. You can like, hear the remnants yeah. of that fucking flu. You sound like someone who smoked for eighty years. I know, right, dude? <laughs> dude, it probably like affected my health and body like someone who smoked for eighty so, years. So you know how you have kind of like liquid in your chest, and that's what makes you cough. Mm -hmm. There was like loud noises or like vibrations <laughs> from my car would vibrate the liquid in my chest. And I'd be like, oh, I just killed Driz. What's happening to you right now is what happened to me on the Kiss Cruise when we were watching Jumanji. Oh, shit. Yeah, dude. 
We'll get to that. All right, we got to get through a lot of a lot of we shit. We were there for a like, lot we were there shit, for a dude. week. So, all right, Charlotte Douglas, can we skip through the airport? <laughs> you want to skip through the airport part where, yeah. like, we show up to our gate and there were fans and people who oh, knew no, us. We got to talk about all that. I forgot about. Yeah, that. yeah. So we get to the we get to the airport, uh, the gate. First of all, the getting into the airport was incredible. We were just like, we were dropped off, and I mean, less than five minutes later, we're sitting at the gate. Like, all right, oh, cool. Yeah, it was, it was, it was we planned too much time. Let's What's hilarious out. is we had pre we have the TSA pre check, which allows you to <laughs> skip the basically line, yeah. skip ahead of the the TSA. You uh, know, the peons. Safe, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The well, the fucking pre check line was fucking <laughs> out of the into the fucking walkway, dude. And the we're like, line was and like we're a like, Disney World line. you you ask that lady, she's like, you know, guiding people into the to the, the pre-check line. Yep. And there's and a, a there's a next to the pre-check line is an empty line, and it's the regular it's ass the line. regular line. There's no one in it, not one person. And the pre-check line has probably 50, 60 people in it. So the lady, we're we're at the very back, like we've just we're standing next to the lady who's like inviting people in, and I'm like, is that the regular line? She's like, yep. I was like, can we just go there? She's like, I don't care, go wherever you want. <laughs> So I was like, cool. So I just walk over there. And, and we just all follow suit, dude, yeah. Everyone in the pre-check line was giving us the worst looks. And I was just like, fuck you. Like, <laughs> you would have done, I don't know what to tell you. Like, why'd you go there when this one's shorter? Go go where it's shorter. The yeah, pre-check exactly. just gives you the option. This is bad. This is going to be very bad, dude. <laughs> we warned you, but we're back. We're doing our, our service here. I haven't coughed this much in all day. Same. It's because we're, we're laughing and oh, talking. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. So airport. We get in the airport. Uh, yeah, we're sitting there, and and I don't know why I didn't think of this, but I start to see people in Kiss shirts walk up, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Like, of course, they'd be going also. Like, to like, L.A. where the Kiss. just be us. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, I just did. I put it together. I didn't put it together. I thought they'd be coming from everywhere but where we are, you know? Yeah. But uh, so the family walks up, nice family, a couple other people. We say hello, strike up conversations. And then this one family walks up and goes, L.A. maybe. And we're like, no way. We're, we're famous. <laughs> and, uh, and we start talking to them. And they end up being like our best friends through the whole cruise. We saw them everywhere. And then all on the way back. And then the day after we got back, we played a show. They were there. Like, it was just great. great yeah, it was, it was awesome. It was awesome. <coughs> yeah. Uh, then we get on the plane. Uneventful flight, right? Yeah. Pretty une- uneventful. Yeah. Landed in LAX. Got out of LAX and went to the hotel and hung out, which was nice to have a little bit, a little bit of downtime. A little before. bit of downtime, yeah. Five guys yeah. in one. Five guys in room. a room, though. That's yeah. Uh, <laughs> we were in. Uh, I slept with Rasan. I slept with. Um, no, I slept with Foz. Yeah, Sorry, I slept, I slept with, with Foz. Yeah, you slept Goliath with was on the floor. Yeah. Foz did not try to get blankets that <laughs> night. Can attest to that. <laughs> he didn't sleep, dick yet. <laughs> No sleep dickage. By the way, Foz getting blankets is short for Foz grabbing my cock. It's called the Mississippi dick grab. Yeah, the Mississippi dick grab, where you go and grab my cock thinking you're grabbing blankets to pull over yourself. And you actually pull. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder you didn't eject. Just like a... Like yeah, dude. He pulled it like it was in a fucking ejection tab, like know, right? you know. Ah, <laughs> uh, so um, so no Mississippi did grab. That's good. Uh, we got to get to the meat of this. We played the whiskey. <laughs> that's what that's what Foz was trying to do. You know, <laughs> we played the whiskey. 
It was uh, it was really epic. And yeah. David, yeah, Dave, Dave. Mm-hmm. Well, I said David. Yeah, I'm Dave. sure his name's David. Yeah, it's probably That's David through deductive reasoning. <laughs> <He's> through de- <laughs> probably David. But yeah, Dave. Uh, Dave was our. Well, he kind of really like greeted us there and mm-hmm. let us put our gear down. You know. Yeah. Um, and he loved they us. Were, they he were really such, accommodating to yeah, us because because ex- we had to check out of our hotel at eleven. Obviously, eleven a.m. is usually too early to go to the venue. But I called them and I was like, you know, we have nowhere to go. Could we at least drop our stuff off there? And they were like, yeah, sure, come on by. So we went by the whiskey at eleven a.m. There's no one there, just a couple guys that work in that early. <coughs> they show us around the place. We're looking around, checking out the green rooms. It's just us with plenty of time. Mm-hmm. And they're telling us, you know, go here, go here. This is here. This is right up the road. This is, you know, do this, do that. And we're kind of formulating a plan of what we want to do. And um, yeah, it was just so nice because most venues, you would think a legendary venue like that, they don't have to give you the time of day. Yeah. They could have been like, nah, come back at five. Fuck you. Like, we don't care where you go. But they weren't like that at all. They were like, come on in. Sure. Like, well, yeah, that's totally fine. So we just, you know, we went by and hung out and it was great. Yeah. It was good to have a little home base. Our home base for the day was the whiskey. <laughs> and that was because we didn't have one. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> our hotel that exactly. night was all the way across the city. So we couldn't go check in there or anything. But, uh, yeah, so then we kind of went off, and, and everybody kind of bomb burst and did did their own thing, whatever tasks they wanted to accomplish. You had family. We had, you know, different things going on. And uh, it was super fun. So we, you, me, and Goliath, uh, well, we all five decided we were going to go to the Guitar Center, which is two miles down the Strip, or up the Strip, I guess. Yeah, down yeah down Sunset Strip or up. And um, uh, so we start walking together, and Rasan and Foz go get coffee. You, me, and Goliath find these Lime Scooters, <laughs> which none of us had ever done before. So we're sitting there like we find five in a row. Yeah. And we're downloading the app. We're sitting here downloading the app like, come on, man. Like, well, I got to make an account. Like, Foz and Rasan pass us after having gotten coffee together. <laughs> yes. We're sitting here for 20 minutes trying to get the app going. <coughs> but then we get it working. And we're just flying down the sunset. Fucking flying. And it's dinging at us. Do not ride on yeah. sidewalk. By, by the way, I think we're. I saw people are, later. They're just riding in the road. Yeah. Like a car. Yeah. Like a bike. And I'm like, oh, maybe we probably shouldn't have been on sidewalks. But we were. Didn't know. Chalk it up to ignorance. And we were uh, just zipping around people. And like, <laughs> I mean, we were polite. We weren't being dicks. Probably were being dicks. Yeah, and I was ringing my bell, you know. Ring, ring, no, just no, so they know I came up I never, behind I never them. found a bell. So oh, yeah. Gotcha. I was just flying by people. I kept being like, sorry, sorry, I'm such an idiot like, <laughs> to everybody. I didn't say jack <laughs> shit. You were way ahead of us. That's because I was like, I was getting air and shit yeah. on that scooter. Goliath and I are going full speed down a sidewalk next to each other, and I turn and I look at him. I go, "What is our life?" <laughs> so we're just flying lime scooters down. Eventually, the Eventually, we fly past Foz and Rasan. Yeah, yeah, just, just real quick, just gone. And we rode for fifteen minutes, ten minutes, eleven yeah, something minutes, like something like that. Yeah, I think it was fifteen minutes, eleven bucks. I think is what it was, something like that. Mine only charged me like eight ninety nine or something like that. Yeah, mine was around ten, something like that. And uh, we get to Guitar Center, so we go in Guitar Center, hang out, good times. I mean, it's Guitar Center is kind of boring, but it's still cool to see. Yeah. And uh, it was cool to see the couch where they filmed a lot of stuff. Like, I've seen videos of, like, Slash in there and stuff. So Exactly. I think the coolest thing about that is literally, like, the guitars you see behind the cases are the artist's guitars that they right. purchased at auction or right. blah, blah, blah. The the actual handprints out front are the actual artists that stuck their hands. Yeah, and the best one was the Steve Vai one had seven fingers on it. Oh, yeah, 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 <laughs> That's, yeah. Because I was sitting there. I was putting my hand in the Steve Vai one, and I was like, 
<laughs> like that's weird. It doesn't like fit right, and I could not figure it out for a second. Then I was like, "Oh, he's got an extra finger." Like, so I guess it's six. But um, yeah, that was. And the the right one had the normal amount though, so it was like it kind of looked trippy looking at it. You're like, "That's weird." It's like an alien's hand. And then it took took me a second. I think it takes some people a second to like realize what's different about it. You know? Yeah, yeah. But uh, I figured out Slash has the exact same hands I do. <laughs> I yeah, put my hands is like a is like a glove. <laughs> That's hilarious. Like, oh, nice. <laughs> that makes sense. Because <coughs> I taught him how to play. And uh, anyway, we were uh, back at the whiskey, played a show, played with Power Man 5000, and then we had to leave. Yeah. We rocked the whiskey, though. Uh, my dad brought, you know, came with uh, his mm-hmm. wife and brought, brought a bunch of uh, buddies and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. they said we rocked the whiskey. Oh, that's good. And the yeah, crowd, he was the crowd, it all night, which was awesome. Yeah, yeah, and the crowd was, uh, you know, the crowd like had no idea who we were. Yeah, you know, there were a couple. There were they knew there after. were a few people there that were there for us, you know. Yeah, but um, by and large, the the people that were there had no idea and got into it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. By, by, by about a few songs, you know, obviously, if you're, you know, a band, new band in an area you've never been to, you got to work. You got to win those people over. Yeah, you know. And it's it's fun to see them go from who the fuck are these people to yeah these guys are awesome you know? yeah. yeah I forgot uh, after Guitar Center you went off with your uncle and um, the rest of us went to the Rainbow we had, oh yeah, yeah we had lunch at the Rainbow which is awesome that's like a legendary place turns out it's like a stone's throw like two doors down from the whiskey so we ate there uh, took forever but was so cool to be sitting in that same place where like. Uh, Tom Zutat sat sat at one of those things and signed Guns N' Roses in that in that booth. Yeah, like and yeah. just like st- like legendary music rock music history has happened. It was Lemmy's spot. He lives right around the corner from it or used to, and uh, just so much history in that room. And just to be in there and just be looking around like, whoa, this is it. Like, and it's still like like we sat down and ate dinner or lunch. It wasn't like you know a museum. Like it's still a place. It's just where a lot of history has happened. So it was cool to be there. The Roxy's right there. You know, the Viper Room's right around the corner. There's a, a lot of a lot of cool stuff right there in that area and a lot of history uh, for the music that I like, which is kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, right. Same yeah. for the music I love too. Yep. So <sighs> nap time. So then we went to uh, the hotel, the house, this, that. You know, stayed whatever. Next morning we get up, make our way over to the port. And uh, shout out to my pops because I know you listen to this. Thanks, and John Gruby. Thank you for letting us stay. Big, your place. big love, big love. And giving us rides. We didn't have to pay extra for Ubers. Like it was amazing. No one did. So for the, for that crazy, that would have been like an expensive ass fucking Uber. That would have been a big one. Yeah, for sure. Cause this, we have to do two, two. We had, yeah, we right? thought like maybe we could fit in one. Nope. We needed two everywhere it went. So that sucked, but we made it work. We found some good prices on some too. So yeah. Yeah, for sure. But, uh, so we board the boat. What was that like? We were like clueless. We're like, where the fuck are we supposed to be? Yeah. And then who had the brilliant idea to go ask Sixth Man, which is like the you know event organization company contracted mm-hmm. to do the cruise for Kiss, and they do all the artist relations and stuff like if that. If you said who had the brilliant idea, I have to assume it was me. It might have been you, I or maybe know. it was Fo- <laughs> it was probably Foz because I have to. I assume- told someone to go ask, but we were definitely discussing it before yeah. then. And so but here's the thing. obviously here's the thing: we're idiots because <laughs> we're artists. Like, yeah, artists have at a certain level have their own entrances, have their own this, have their own that, separate from everybody else. We're just standing in line with everyone else, like with all our gear and all shit, our gear. Yeah. We've just been standing there sweating, just like, all right, cool. I guess we're kind of inching along here. 
And then finally, I'm like, surely there's like a different, and like like Sebastian Bach isn't in this line. Like, yeah. where, what line is he in? Because we're on the same level as him for this event. So where, like, where do we go? So we saw a sixth man person and and somebody uh, Foz asked him or whatever, and they were like, yeah, yeah. There's a whole artist entrance. So they walked us around. We went to the front, got in, did our did our whole thing. And then we were on the boat once we, really Once fast. we found six men, it was a breeze, yeah. Yeah, they were so helpful, so accommodating, and uh, got us right on the boat. So we were on the boat really quick, and uh, we were shown to the artist lounge. We started hanging out in the artist lounge, talking, meeting people right off the bat, setting our gear down, you know. And the rooms weren't supposed to be ready for a while, but we went and checked it out, and they were ready like a good two hours before. So we were like, oh, hell yes, we got to drop our gear off. And, like, yeah, yeah. Had a home base, and like, okay, we could, you know, wash our hands and relax for a second. And then um, I'm a little hazy on those first days. What did we do? Well, I'll, I'll tell you what we stuck played, out to me that first day. First time Foz saw Baz. Mm-hmm. It's hilarious because, you know, Foz you don't really see is like starstruck. Mm-hmm. Dude, the fucking stars came out. This magic moment. <laughs> Baz walks up and Foz is like, oh, hey, you like... <laughs> <laughs> You're like, first time, you're like my hero, man. <laughs> the first time I saw Sebastian Bach, this this became a legendary story on the boat. It happened right away. He comes in the first night at dinner. He comes in the artist lounge, and all of us are eating dinner together at a table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he walks straight up to us and goes, who are you guys? <laughs> hey, you want me to do it? <laughs> I said, we're the L.A. maybe. It's like. There's nothing maybe about L.A. No, rock and roll. Or there's nothing rock and roll about maybe. Yeah, that's right. No, that's there's right. nothing maybe about rock and roll. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing maybe about rock and roll. You guys should be like the L.A. for sure. <laughs> yeah, it was the L.A. for so sure. we were the L.A. for sure the rest of the trip. Yeah. <coughs> and his son still calls us that. He, when he got home, he commented that on our Facebook. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> or our Instagram, one of the two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, But we really hit it off with, with Baz and his whole family. Like his whole family was so nice and sweet, and uh, there was a, you know, there were some other other couple kids on the boat too that we really hit it off with. They were yeah, yeah. Good uh, shout out, Connor Black. Yeah, Connor Black. So he was uh, one of Baz's son's friends. I say Baz's son because I'm like brain farting right now. I'm I have the name. I, I don't want to share someone else's yes. kid's name. But yes. Connor Black is is also a kid, and he's a ripping drummer. But he's out there, and he yeah. puts his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have a problem with that. But if you Perfect. want to, I'm Smart. not going to share. Smart. Yeah, I'm not going to. Child's yep, exactly. So, anyways, Connor Black, freaking, we were Murdered. like, we, we, I, I went out on a limb. I was just like, so, uh, you know, play drums. Your parents say you've won competitions. I was like, can you play monkey business? Yeah, there we go. Dude, my brain's not working right now. I was like, can you play monkey business? And uh, he was just like, oh, yeah, dude, I totally got it. And he's just like, he was so confident. I was just like, I I, I, I kind of, like, believe this kid. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's I was four, like. He's 14. We should yeah, say he's 14. He's 14 years old. I was like, all right, Connor, um, how about this? Come to our show tomorrow, and at some point we'll play monkey business. We'll fire Foz, and you're going to take his place for one song. And the, the whole fire is a joke. It's a joke. Obviously. Um, obviously. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and I, and he was just like, oh, oh, y'all definitely be there. Then I'm coming, you know. And uh, we were we were doing anything we could to get people to come see us because we knew that it's a big boat with a lot of activities and a lot of bands, yeah. a lot bigger than us. So we had to try to get people to come see us, little old us, the little babies on the boat. 
Yes, we're like, come so, see the LA maybe. Yeah. Extra, extra, read all about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh yeah, we're we're just running around the boat whipping up votes basically. Like, come on, let's go, let's go. We got, you know, we're playing at this time, we're this band, you know, blah blah. Having seen a lot of other bands, I, I was actually like now one really extremely nice happy thing. about our turnouts. Yeah, they were oh, they yeah, were exactly. good. And we one packed nice out those thing, rooms. We packed out every room we played in. Mm-hmm. But one nice thing is they didn't double book a lot. Yeah, there wasn't a tremendous amount of overlay. There's some, but not a lot, which was nice. There was uh, there was room if you were a fan. Uh, there was room for you to go see everybody. You weren't ever having to make like a difficult decision, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Or at the very least, you could catch fifteen here and then go there, you know. So there was always, uh, which a lot of festivals you see everything at the same time across the board. And you're like, oh god, there's three bands I want to see. They're all playing at the same time. Yeah. What am I gonna do? You know. But yeah, back to Connor Black so. though. I was like, yeah, all right, well, come on, come on, and uh, we'll call you up. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, anyways. He ended up coming, so that was the second show at mm-hmm. Magnums. Magnums, and uh, so on the on the boat, there's twelve different venues. <laughs> so like, yeah, you know, you're you're looking at your assignment each day, like, oh, we're playing, yeah, fuck yeah, we got the good one, you know. So we're we're having fun with that. But Magnums was like the little little like bar club in the main atrium of the place. Like as soon as you walk on the boat in the main area where they're selling all the merch and they have all the shops and everything, like it's right there. Like you ha- you hear it. You're Take a right, go down the steps. You got it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Couldn't miss it with us down there screaming and hooting and hollering. Mm-hmm. So Connor comes up, fucking murders monkey yeah. business. Yeah, dude. dude. And he play. doesn't play. He doesn't play the cowbell where where Foz does. So he's like not used to it, and he's still freaking just yeah, dude. Yeah, Kick fourteen year old kid blew Kick me away. He was really really solid, and it was super fun. I gave him the best compliment I can give any drummer, which is I forgot you were there. <laughs> <laughs> If I'm turning around like, what the hell's going on back there? That's a bad drummer. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. You're like, what the fuck's going yeah. on? But if you're, if I'm just jamming and I'm like, hell yeah, this is everything's good. I don't, is there a drummer? I don't even know. I'm just playing, you know? That's when it's like, yeah, that's a good drummer. You yeah. want to just forget yeah. they're there. They're just rock solid, like laying it down, you know? Dude, he had that song memorized. He knew that song. Yeah, every, every out, beat dude, just, just says it should have been, yep. you know? And uh, I saw him do some other stuff on the boat, too, but with other acts and stuff, and he's great drummer and just a great kid so yeah it was a pleasure meeting him and uh and we we loved connecting with him and and his family was super nice yeah they were awesome yeah his mom and dad were there obviously he's 14 years old so. and they were there I, I think they were there with sebastian and his family so sebastian's wife and, and son were kind of a part of that group as well and they were all there kind of was all you know big happy family together and it was fun to get you know you know in touch with them and, and hang out and stuff yeah so the, the kids were a pistol too running around <laughs> right <laughs> Dude, to like four in the morning eating mounts of mountains of ice cream yeah. and he comes up, uh Sebastian's son. Goliath was like his like babysitter one night. He's like Uncle Uncle G. <laughs> yeah, right. And <laughs> I see him come down. Uh, first of all, he just keeps What do you call Goliath, him? Like Yeti? So funny. He calls him, uh, he Sasquatch. him Sasquatch. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> he was funny, man. I, I mean I don't accidentally say his name, but the kid was was funny. Yeah, right. And um he uh yeah, he comes down one night. It's like three thirty, four, five in the morning. I'm down there jamming guitar with the dude from uh, Riot. Yeah, right. Lance, yeah. love him. Yeah, Lance and, um, was awesome. Yeah, really, really nice dude. Really, really good player too. And uh, <laughs> he comes down and he's got a the bowl, the regular bowl, right, of ice cream. And this thing has like this much ice cream. <laughs> <in it. laughs> What's so funny is I never once saw him tired. 
until the very last day. The very last night, it's like 8 p.m. and he's just He's on the table, just KO'd. He looks like he's he's he looks like he's just like writhing in sleepless agony. Just (laughs) he he gave it his all, dude. But uh, yeah, he's he's nine years old, so yeah, he gets a pass. But what a rock star! Oh, dude, for sure. (laughs) Yep, he gets on stage and plays a little guitar with with Sebastian for the All Star Jam or whatever. Mm As he's getting off stage, he's like, let's hear it from my son. Youth Gone Wild, yeah. He yeah. Got, got up and played Youth and Gone Wild. And he said, um, he's got the ego of a front man. Gee, wonder where he gets that from. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was, like, up front, like, fist pumping, like, as he's playing, like, just owning the crowd. He's nine years old. Like, <laughs> Yep, yep. It was really a trip to watch. But uh, we had we had a lot of cool stuff, man. I guess it's just going to kind of come in, like, vignettes, you know. But the thing I mentioned earlier was... Um, was we we had like a some downtime in like the middle of the cruise, and we were watching Jumanji in the room, and like some funny thing happened on some Kevin Hart set or something, and I start laughing. It was Kevin Hart, one hundred percent. Yeah, and then I start choking, and then I start laughing that I'm choking, and then I'm making this insane sound that's making me laugh even more, and I am just like seeing my eyes like popping out of my head. I'm just like absolutely dying in the bed next to you, and you're looking at me like it wasn't that fucking funny. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, dude. I almost went down. I was laughing. There was a minute there where I hit such a hysterical laughter that I was like panicking. Like this might be how it ends. Like, <laughs> can you die? Can you literally die from laughter? Because I'm real close. <laughs> you're like in a panic. Like thoughts are going through your head as you're laughing. And That's you're what's dying. And you're, I couldn't you're stop. Like- I couldn't stop because it was. Ma- I was like choking. I couldn't. I literally couldn't get the air to be like calm down. Like, <laughs> oh, that's fucked, dude. But also, that movie is very funny, and I yeah. love it. Um, I love both the new Jumanjis. There's more than one J- new Jumanji? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's two. Oh, wow. Um, so, um, that's not a, a great kiss story. One great kiss story is this. There's a couple. Um, one was Sebastian bringing Goliath up on stage. So he, first of all, there's a little bit of preface. Yeah, required. you got to preface this one. Foz and I get in the elevator. We're hanging We're hanging out with Sebastian and his family, and we, we decide we're all going to go see Bruce Kulick play, so... We all get up. We get in the elevator. The door shuts, and Baz turns around and points at me and goes, are you the guy that sings monkey business as good as I do? And I realized he'd heard us play monkey business and enjoyed it. We'd heard other people had told us he enjoyed it. And I was like, oh, no, that wasn't me. That was my singer. I'll introduce you to him, though, because we're going up right now. So we get up there, and Goliath's already there, thankfully. He was standing right there in the artist area. I was like, perfect. So I go to Goliath, and I go to Sebastian, and I'm like, hey, this is him. And Sebastian leans down to Goliath's ear and goes, dude, you're fucking awesome. (laughs) And I just like step back like into the shadows, like let them kind of do their thing. Yeah, have their moment. And so Goliath's just like, you know, Mr. Party Man, he's loving it. And so later that night or the next day or something, Sebastian's playing and he's doing monkey business. And Goliath smartly goes down to the very, very, very front. He's like on the stage, like in the artist area. He's the only guy there because everyone else is off to the side. Like he's off to the side. Everyone else is in front. So he's sitting here, like, filming, like, dancing, and Sebastian sees him and goes, like, come on. So he hops on up there and uh, starts singing Monkey Business with Sebastian, which was just awesome. Yeah. And um, I forget where I was going with that, but that alone was cool. Yeah, that alone was, like, worth worth it all, you know? Yeah. Well, playing the shows was worth it all. It was, but yeah, it was so cool. That was second, yeah. <laughs> so cool to see that. And, and Baz, was he was such a nice guy. He was yeah. really nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. But you never know what you're going to get 
you know, you hear like all the that, stories you know? like he's a you know he's total rock star front man, you know, and then mm. you meet him and he is though. But I he is. Probably, but he is. He's probably one of the last like true true rock stars that you would think of. You know, yeah, crazy for sure. throw the you know TV out the window in the pool like one of those kind of crazy old school rock star guys. He's got to be one of the last ones. Those don't seem to really exist so much anymore. Now, if you do yeah, that, everyone yeah. cancels you because they're like, oh, that poor, you know, house lady, housekeeper has to keep up with it. So it's like, you know, it doesn't really work anymore. But it's kind of just like, oh, he's a dick. But it's not. He's not. He's not. Yeah. Or at least he wasn't to us. You know, I'm sure everybody has good days and bad days. But he was super nice to us and everyone I saw him interact with. Yeah. It wasn't just yeah, us. For sure. like, it was everybody that walked up and he'd take pictures. And he was just a really nice dude. Uh, really funny, too. He walks by us and goes, what do I got to do to get some fucking wine? Do I have to, like, fill out an application? Or, like, is there, like, some sort of board of trustees I have to talk to? Like, he was just... <laughs> just talking no one in particular, just loudly yeah, yeah, saying yeah, yeah. this. Like... Well, get the man some wine. <laughs> yeah, dude, that was priceless. That was a bad one. Yeah. Um, the other thing was Paul Stanley stiff-arming Foz. Yes, that was... <laughs> I was standing right next to Foz when it happened. All right, you have to tell the story then. Yeah, so uh, we're in the artist VIP I section. I was not here at all. Yeah. I just heard about it. Although I did stand next to Paul Stanley plenty of times, because in the artist section... Yeah, same. ...to the side of the stage, he's usually standing right there watching the bands. Yeah. It was cool to see him watching all the bands. Yeah. I could tell I could tell he really... There was something special that Richie Cotson did that re- that he really dug though, because he like made. He's it a big point fan of Richie Cotson. Like, gotcha. Like before the boat. Yeah, yeah. Well, from same, what I heard, same. Richie Richie is like one of my favorite. Oh guitar yeah, players. we didn't even bring him up, but yeah, he's yeah. he's on the boat too, and we were just hanging out talking about comedy for like thirty four. Oh minutes. yeah, like yeah, <laughs> he's telling us crazy stories, looking around like I probably definitely shouldn't tell this. Like and he's like telling us crazy stories, and we're just like, oh yeah, fuck yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, it was awesome. Um, but anyways, yeah, so we're in the artist VIP section, and we are watching All Star Jam. We're watching Baz, uh, the and second one, right? The yeah. second one, the day, day, daytime. I didn't one. watch as much of that one. Gotcha. Yeah, so we're chilling there, and then all of a sudden, out of the corner of our eye, coming uh, right to left, fucking Paul Stanley with his security detail, you know, because he goes everywhere with his security detail. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyways, Foz is like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask him for a picture. He's like, oh, I want to get a picture. I'm like, okay, fucking do it, dude. I don't, I'm one of those guys who really just doesn't give a fuck about signatures or yeah. pictures yeah, or anything. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't really either. I'd much and, rather uh, and have so, memory. So it's yeah. funny. So, so it's funny to me, like, to see, you know, Foz, like, like, cause you never see Foz like that until you know he just gets around you know stars and people that he's like likes, and uh, <laughs> so it's hilarious to me to like this is the great to see him go out of his way to try to get signatures and pictures with people. By the way, we have to preface this particular story with this would only ever happen to Foz. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> That's why it's so funny. Well, anyways. He comes by Foz, and Foz kind of like, you know, kind of gestures towards him. He's like, hey, uh, you think I get a picture? Can I get a picture with you? And all Foz hears, and all I hear, too, in defense of Foz is, thanks. And, you know, obviously Baz is playing at the moment, so Foz thinking, and clearly I would have thought the same thing, too. Foz is thinking, oh, he must not have heard me. So he goes to reach out again, 
and try to get his attention and ask for if he could get a picture with him. Paul Stanley sees his arm coming at him out of the side and just swats his arm away. And just he's like, I said not now. <laughs> Foz is like taken aback, like, the fuck? Like, obviously he's not going to do anything, but he's just like, fuck? Like, all right. <laughs> and literally 15 seconds later, he has his arm around two women in the VIP section taking a picture. <laughs> I love it, dude. Last true rock star. I love it. Yeah. We were talking a lot about this on the boat, but but being that close with people that famous and seeing how they go through their day to day is a trip for sure. Oh yeah, because it's like I I just can't imagine like the the pressures of like any. I just kept thinking every time I every time I saw them and as the Kiss guys in particular, but especially you know also Sebastian and, and Richie and, and Zach Wild and stuff. Um, any like everywhere you go. Everyone around you wants something from you. Yeah, yeah. And they, they don't want to give anything. They just want to take, 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 take all day, 24-7. Take, 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 take. At what point do you snap? Yeah. Like, they're they're honestly... But also, I think you also, as the artist, have to keep at the forefront. They've given you everything. Yeah. They've bought that CD. They've come to the show. They've paid to be on the cruise. That's a big part of it. The cruise is not cheap. So, at the same time, thinking about that, I get it. And I could see how people could get there, but at the same time, you're nobody except for your the fa- where the yeah. fans have put you. Yeah, right. It's true. And and at what point? At what point is that transaction complete? Mm-hmm. You know, like you bought a ticket to my show, I played the show. Yes. Transaction complete. Yes. You don't run up to me in the limo after and bang on the window. I don't know you that part of it. Yeah. You bought a show, I played the show. Yeah. You bought, you know, you gave me ten dollars, I gave you. Three packs to expect, you know what I mean? Like, yes, to expect anything more than just being able to go to the show is foolish. Right. So it so to be hopeful for a signature is one thing, yeah, yeah, but that's to fine. expect that you're owed that the ex- expectation and you know most people are expecting. They yes, feel like they're owed. Yes. They don't think like there's the minority are the people that are respectful of like I get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right, maybe I'm wrong, but it seems to me like the minority is that the majority are fuck that guy. He should sign my shirt, you know. And it's like, no, like, yeah, not necessarily. If, like, if they stopped to sign every fan shirt, that they'd still be signing. I bet you'd have a better experience if you just walk up and said hello. Like, yeah, don't throw shit in his face. Like, just like he's a human. Like, you know what I mean? Or like, I'm not a, just talking about. Or Paul like, Stanley, a question. I wonder everybody. how many people ask him. Like, what's up, man? How's your day going? Hey, how are you? How's yeah. your day going? Wow, exactly. Yeah, how refreshing. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so like, mean, this. but see, I think I think it's interesting because most people are not famous, right? Yeah, most people don't get to go through that. I have a feeling, and I wish there was some way we could prove this. There's just not that if you could any any one person you're talking to, me, you, if you put me in Paul Stanley's exact situation, I'd probably behave way worse than he does. <laughs> like, if you put you there, probably way worse. Any Joe, Joe Blow on the street, it's just like you know. It's it's like who knows who knows how you or I or anyone would be yeah given those same circumstances it's like you got to cut these guys a break yeah you know? true and like well, you it's know, so at the same time, easy for us to be like you should just stop and talk to everyone all the time hundred percent of the time for twenty minutes like, could be a hundred percent hermit except for on stage and yeah. you never go out but what fun is like you can some can't people live. have to do yeah. that some yeah. people do like yeah Tom Cruise's and stuff like they they're, they're like COVID's their normal life like. <laughs> 
What's right? Tom Cruise going to go to fucking Whole Foods? No. Yeah, unless <laughs> they, they put on a disguise when they go out, you know, which is very common. Yeah, Tom you Cruise, know? you see, he's like about 4'8". He's, he's just be, who's the little guy? He's a little tyke running around here. It's Tom Cruise. It's old Maverick. <laughs> it's old Mav. Can't reach the pedals in the F-15. <laughs> They have legend. sliding sheet seats for that, you know. What a legend. He he does the sliding seat ejects. <laughs> Let me slide for But yeah, no, I get I get I get both sides, you know. It's there's there I don't, I don't a, truly a get I don't truly understand. You That's know, we get we get I get both sides, I don't understand both sides. Right. You um, can like kind of wrap your head around it, but like to be what it what it feels like when you've just signed autographs for an hour. And you walk outside, and a hundred more people are standing there. Like, what does that feel like? Maybe we think it feels cool, but maybe after 40, 50 years, <laughs> it's not yeah. so cool anymore. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like leave me the I fuck just want to go I home, wanna, man. Yeah. Like, I can't be mean to you because I love you, and I know you're here because you love me, and that's so sweet. But like, it's like when your kids drive you crazy, or when yeah. anyone's kids drive you crazy. It's like, dude, you're awesome. I love you so much, but you got to stop. Like, yeah. It's got to be you know, something at like a certain that, point. You, know? you just kind of, and I think it's probably best just to not say anything. A lot of it's, times, you just have to just, all right, thanks, and and literally, you know, just just leave. Yeah. Because I definitely you know, tend to have more. I I try to have a lot more empathy towards that. Uh, you know, if you have a bad experience with a famous person, I know that probably stings, but like yeah. you got to try to have some empathy with that because. It's just so easy to be like, fuck you, you have a million dollars, you have zero problems. It's like, no, that's not. No, it like, means he has probably a million more problems than yeah, you. He's got yeah, he's whole, like, you, you just have different problems. Your problem is paying rent. My problem's not paying rent, but I have a lot more problems than you don't know about. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's things like that. Like, you, you don't have no problems now, you just have different problems. But, like, I, I hate all that, like, must be nice. Like, that kind of mentality is so fucking weak. Yeah. I hate that shit. It's like, no, nah, dude, you don't know. Like, you just don't know. And if you yeah. don't know... Then you can't. You shouldn't like project because all I know is me. I got to live. I won't shout out names or anything, but I got to live with a year uh, in a, for a year in a very wealthy situation in Vegas, yeah. and uh, I will say that I got to see that uh, with plethora of money, oh, a whole lot of unhappiness in that house. And mm-hmm. it doesn't mean you can. Uh, you don't. You know, you have a ton of money and you live unhappy, but. Yeah, hundred percent money does not fix anything. Yeah, you know, well, it fixes some things, but <laughs> not everything. Yeah, well, it takes care of things. Yeah, <laughs> I like the quote that's like, "Money can't buy happiness, but being broke can't buy anything." So <laughs> I'd rather have money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I like that quote, but it's it's interesting to um, <coughs> be near it like that and to watch it unfold because mm-hmm. i didn't i saw paul stanley plenty of times i didn't i didn't approach him once yeah I was, you know whatever it's fine it's, well good enough to be there thank you for having me yep exactly <laughs> you know? and I, well, I, I, for me personally i want to be the last person i want to be the last person that's like coming up to him like oh you're paul stanley you know like to me that's just not cool i kind of look from afar like that's fucking paul stanley <laughs> like yeah that's it's awesome like, yeah yeah from afar that I'm was just staring at him like, like what a legend <laughs> You there know? he is in person. Right Gene in front Simmons of me. W- walked by during our sound check. Yeah. Just walked right through it. Like, yep, yep. Just like you know, obviously going somewhere, he's escorted. You know, people are stopping him everywhere he walks, and he's and Gene. I didn't. I had the least interaction with him, but he was so. Uh, every time I saw him, he was all smiles and happy, and and was really, really a welcoming, warm person. To his defense, he did just launch Money Back Vodka. Yep, filtered ten times through real gold. That's so amazing. 
so I love, amazing. I love just the titanium balls to name it money bags vodka. <laughs> Fucking balls That's of steam. So awesome. Like, yeah, dude. <laughs> what a boss, dude. I would argue there's no one more boss than Gene Simmons. That's fucking boss, dude. There's probably cooler people or, you know, more rock star people, but there's no one more boss. Like that word. Like, dude, just straight up, I feel up, like man. Gene Simmons walks in any room and he's like, I'm in charge. Like, <laughs> he walks in the White House. The president's like, Gene, thank you. Like, well, that's, yeah, that's not hard to do right now anyways. <laughs> any White House. Any White House. It's like, God damn it, the boss is here. <laughs> Did we? Everyone stand up straight. Gene's here. But uh, it was so cool to see him just walk, walking around, you know? Yeah. Oh, All these people. And yeah. then Eric Singer and Tommy Thayer were definitely around. Mm-hmm. They, um, they're, I, I don't, I don't know history very well, but, um, I know they're not the, the big two guys, so they definitely didn't have the same, like, star power as the other two. Yeah. But, uh, Eric was kind enough to hang out with us in the, in the, uh, artist lounge last night. Yeah. <laughs> if you go back on our social media page, you'll see the picture that uh, our friend Sherry took. Of, of all of us there with Eric in the middle and, and Driz and I in the back and uh, God, Tracy so Dunn's there. I'm so glad I bumped into Sherry and Sherry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were awesome. Yeah. And then Tracy Guns, we met him and, and hung out with him and he came up and played with us and was super generous with his time. Dude, and, Tracy Guns, what a dude, man. Yeah, he was so nice. Freaking love that dude. Like, yeah. In like that bro way, you know. Yeah. Obviously. Oh, he was awesome. Like every time he's like, and he'd like, he'd say our names, you know. And uh, and and just super encouraging too. Mm-hmm. Um, so gave us advice, and he remembered us from yeah. when we had from played, when we played with them. Yep, with them at uh, Amos' South End. Yep, so, love that our names are the same kind of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. L.A. Guns and L.A. Maybe. Yeah, he was like, I think Maybe's better than Guns, to be honest. <laughs> I'm sure he was joking, but <laughs> yeah, I yeah. like that. Uh, but what a great dude. Yeah, he came up and jammed with us on the last night. We played uh, Communication Breakdown all together. And <coughs> Tom Zutat was there. He saw us. Doc yeah. McGee saw us. Um, we heard Tom messaged us on Instagram out of the blue, unsolicited. was like, hey, I caught your set. Great I set. didn't even you know it was me that talked until afterwards. So you, mm-hmm. you were like saying, oh, yeah, uh, he said the guitarist invited him. But I know I didn't talk to him. And I was just like, well, send me a picture. I'll tell you if I talk to the dude. And I was like, oh, yeah, I did mm-hmm. talk to that guy. I had yeah. no idea who he was. Yeah. We are in the artist lounge. That's and I'm just like thing, going around to people like, you should come to our show. You should come check out our show. Yeah. You know, I was just like, and I said, I was like, hey, what's up, man? You know, obviously told him I was a guitarist in the L.A. Maybe. And I was like, you should come check out our show. And he ended up coming. Come, That's so Come crazy. find out. It's Tom Zutat. Yeah. yeah, dude. <laughs> if you don't know who Tom Zutat is, you, you owe him a goog. That's uh, spelled Z-U-T-A-U-T. I don't even want to tell you. You just go Google him. Yeah, just, just but, Google um, him. I, I knew his name immediately. I didn't I didn't know his face. I wouldn't have recognized his face, but I knew his name. As soon as uh, Sherry mentioned it, I was like, what? Because <laughs> I know that name. Because I've read every book on Guns N' Roses ever written. <coughs> and um, I had no idea he was on the boat, so that was cool. And, uh, yeah, he came and saw us and then messaged us. It was like, oh, nice. That was amazing. After the fact, like when we all got home. Also didn't realize he doesn't live terribly far from us. Yeah, right? I would have assumed L.A., so I didn't. I assumed wrong. But, uh, anyway, yeah, so much cool stuff happened on the boat. Any other, any other things we're leaving out? Well, I think we're leaving out just enough for our paid viewers. All right. Well, let's head on over there now. How about that? 
Yeah, sounds good. If you want to be a member, a VIP member for the podcast, head on over to lamaybe.com slash VIP, and we will see you there in a moment.